Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome once again to Real Talk Radio with Lee and Donna. Um, we're going to be giving you uh, some recap on our previous uh, previous season one and, you know, on season two. We've used a couple of different platforms and we're just going to let you know how we felt about each of those platforms, how we felt ourselves doing those shows. Um, so we thank you for joining us. And I'm going to start off just by sharing a little bit. Season one was, you know, exceptionally difficult for me because I didn't know at the time that Donna and I had created and set up the show. Um, we used StreamYard as a platform, and that was new to me. But that wasn't what um, what really didn't sit too well with my anxiety was that I ended up having two, I had bilateral laser iridotomies for reducing the pressure in both eyes and then followed by a couple of cataract surgeries and in between those, I, I in the first surgery I had to take out the lens of my eyeglass so it's kind of like, and, like, and I felt like I was like a one-eyed Willie or one-eyed Wanda there and trying to read what was being typed to me in our private chat because I am deaf, um, I do choose to speak because it, this is where God has me, um, he still needs me to get out you know, certain information um, and share on certain social topics with the voice that he gives me. And also, um, as I continue to improve with my sign language, I, I try, when I go out shopping and when I go into other venues where there are hearing people, I try not to speak because there's so many misconceptions and there's a lot of frustration. But that's, an, that, that's another topic, another, another show. The shows that we were doing, because we had committed, Donna and I had committed, um, along with a friend, we committed to doing those shows on StreamYard. And at the time we committed and set the, all that up, I had no idea I was going to be going through all of this with my vision. And so um, I was really uncomfortable, needless to say, and dealing with a lot of anxiety at that point that... In the beginning, I didn't even want to accept that yeah, I'm stressed out, I'm anxious, my anxiety is through the roof, um, trying, to, trying to see with one eye, trying to read the notes that, that were being sent to me, um, and it was just very frustrating and um, very, very uncomfortable for me. And we did end up changing platforms, but I'll share more on that bit of it from my viewpoint in a little bit, um, but it was very, very uncomfortable. Now, both platforms, I, I'm still, because I'm deaf, My it's really important for me to reach the deaf community. Um, and with both platforms still, there is not, um, not a cheap option to do that. So I'm still working on that. I will still continue to try um, to see what I can do because I've got to reach the deaf community somehow. Um, but you pay an arm and a leg for transcripts and on StreamYard it's, you know, trying to find a third person to in act as interpreter and volunteer their time, which is exhausting. I will tell you that is absolutely exhausting for the interpreter. Um, so. Like I said, it was very, very um, high anxiety level, and dealing with migraines. Ooh, we'll get, we'll get there. And um, after I, I'm going to turn it over to Donna and let her share a little bit on her experience, um, and then I'll come back and talk about, you know, the migraines that I was dealing with as well. And um, so, Donna, I'm turning this over to you. 
Thankfully, yeah, season one was a little bit different for me. I, too, suffer from migraines, but I have severe anxiety. And a lot of people coming into it did not know it. I know in the past I have been very outspoken. People say, you know, there's nothing you won't say, there's nothing you won't do for your cause, and they are right. But nobody knows how you're feeling on the inside. When we were doing them shows, I'm sitting there looking into a screen. I'm legally blind in my left eye, so I depend solely on my right eye, which I have issues with that one now as well. And I'm trying to read what's in the chat box. I'm trying to type. And a lot of people kept asking throughout the show, you know, what are you typing? Are you on your phone? <laughs> and I used to kind of, like, laugh, and I'd say, you know, later, no, you know, Lee is deaf, and I'm trying to type to Lee. I'm also trying to pay attention to the show. And there was times, like, it got exhausting because I'm trying to type to Lee everything that we're saying and everything that's going on. Then I'm trying to, you know, like answer back to a question or put a comment in there. And it was extremely difficult at times. And I know myself, my anxiety went through the roof. I, I would be sitting there and my hand would be tapping. My foot would be tapping. I would be, <laughs> I would be shaking. Um, my heart would be pounding. I mean, it was just like, it was never ending. And I was honestly glad to see season one come to an end so that we could be off video and we could kind of try a new format because it was literally exhausting. And then I had the migraines to boot. And I'm not just a person where I get one and it lasts a couple hours or a couple days. Mine lasts weeks on end. I would be there and I would be trying to do all this with a migraine. And it was just sometimes it was impossible. My tongue got tied. I got lost for words. There was times that I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't say it. Like, it would be like, spit it out, you know, like almost like I wanted to hit myself in the back to have the words spit out. But um, it, it was very, very difficult. So, Lee, I can see what you're talking about. I mean, we, I think we all had our own issues throughout that first season, and it made it very uncomfortable at times. But I do believe with all the difficulties we had, we made a difference in a lot of lives through the feedback that we received that first year. Back to you, Lee. Hey, thank you for sharing all of that, Donna, because I know you're going to reach a lot of our, our audience with, you know, your experience. Um, we both are. It, it is, and to come forth and say that was really uncomfortable, um, and that was more than uncomfortable at some points. It's you know, like my anxiety too. I mean, that went through the roof, and for me, and being on a very real very honest level here as that person your voice changes the way you speak changes and as I looked at myself I saw myself on the video um, notwithstanding the the eye issues the vision issues the surgeries and all of going through all of that um, I personally look at myself and I'm like wow you look like someone who has had a stroke um, the way that my my mouth moves the the way that I speak, but I had to be had to come to be okay with that. I had to accept that. I was like, well, that's it is what it is. That's what happens. Your your voice changes. You don't hear things anymore. I hear a very small amount. Um, now I'm deaf. Culture wise, I identify as 
the big D for deaf. I am not medically deaf, which is the small d, um, but I do have severe bilateral hearing loss. So I hear very little. I have sirens that have been out front of my apartment in the road. Um, I had the windows and doors closed, and I didn't hear a thing. And literally, they're like 30 feet, 40 feet maybe from my door, um, and I don't hear them. When I'm on the road, I don't hear them. I see the lights flashing way, way on back, and I don't hear anything until there are a few cars or a few vehicles away from me, um, and then I hear it at a very um, very low rate of sound, very low decibels. Um, so it's very, it was very um, anxiety-inducing the whole, the whole season. But we we committed, we followed through, um, and we're like, okay, this wasn't working. Um, we really needed to try another platform. And Blog Talk Radio, uh, for me, we're calling in on our phones. And yes, I have a special phone. It is a caption call phone. Um, if I get a call, the person that I'm communicating with on the other end, what they say will be auto-translated into text that shows up on a screen for me to read. Again, that's like YouTube captions. It is so far from imperfect, um, and it's a good thing I can read typos, yeah, but there's some words that come up that I have absolutely no clue. Um, uh, I spoke with someone else the other day who said, hey, do you like what do you, like, what do you think about that phone? And I'm like, well, you know, it's good, but you know, they can improve upon it, really do. And I have thought about giving it up so many times. But I talked to my best friend here on it. You know, I talked to Donna on it, and it's be she's the reason I keep it. That and now us doing the blog talk radio shows, because you have to call in as a host and as a guest to speak on the show itself. So there are a lot of challenges. Um, and... I saying as a, as a deaf person, there are there are many different ways that, you know of being deaf of people who are deaf different levels. There's some that speak, some don't. Some speak yes because we're born hearing, and others speak they were born deaf but they were forced into speech therapy by their families, by the schools they went to. There's just so much that factors into that. Um, but God's leading me to. You know, to share about a lot of social issues, to be a voice, literally. You know, my hearing is gone, but my voice is not, and he wants me to use it. So that's what I'll continue to do until he says stop. Um, but this is a much better platform for me. I do risk the, the, the call being dropped. That happens quite frequently during some seasons, um, weather-wise. But I'll keep doing this until... You know, until I'm led to stop. The, the migraines, had, and like Donna, my first migraine was when my son was two years old. He's 42, so uh, for 40 years I've been getting them. My first one was for an entire week, and I didn't know what was going on. I was laying in the bed fetal. Um, but there, and I've learned so much about migraines over time. Um, but you have the prodrome, which is the, the few hours to days that last with, I mean, there's so many different things with the irritability. <laughs> That's not what I call it, but I'm not moody. Um, I'm quite witchy, um, really, really cranky. Yeah, some of us have migraine with aura, which I do experience for some of the migraines. Then you've got the headache phase itself where you've got the pain, and it's just so many different things. And then the postrome, 
um, which they say can last 24 to 48 hours after the pain is gone. But for me, I'm, I'm there at least a week, you know, and I get the, the inability to form coherent sentences. Um, I deal with the transient aphasia, which is common for a lot of us with migraines. You, you don't understand conversations. Um, you can't speak a coherent sentence. Um, nothing. It, it's really frustrating. And I was dealing with a, a lot of those through the shows that we did in season one. But um, just being able to share all of this from both of us to all of you out there who are listening audience, um, we know that many of you would be able to relate. And like I said, we keep it real. <laughs> we, we keep it real. Yeah. And as as difficult as it is to admit, hey, you know, <clears throat> you want to be perfect on air. You want to do better. You want to be more professional. But when you're dealing with these struggles, you know, say, hey, yep. Uh, this is what was going on, um, so we did. We changed platforms. We've done blog talk radio before when I had hearing aids um, years ago, and it worked well for us then. And I feel at this point um, it's, it's a lot better than StreamYard for us. It's a lot better than StreamYard for me personally. Um, there are things that I, I really still want to get done and be able to reach the deaf community, and that's something I will never give up on, um, to have transcripts done. Uh, that costs you an arm and a leg. So I know I'll be led to, you know, the best resource to be able to do that at some point. It's just trying to be um, patient, <laughs> which I really am. I don't have a lot of patience um, with myself and with certain things. But it is very difficult, and I struggled tremendously. I did not expect to lose vision and have cataracts on top of it. Now I lost vision temporarily from the side effect of two migraine meds, which are triptans, which are something that I obviously cannot take. Um, but um, going through it all, I mean, we, we came through, we did it all, and you know, sharing with you that it just it was not easy, um, to say the least. It was extremely difficult. It was very, very stressful for me and for Donna and, you know, as she shared. But I, I'm happier doing this particular platform on the Blog Talk Radio and until we find something that's better that I can reach the deaf community better with. Um, I like Blog Talk Radio. And, you know, I look forward to season three shows. And Donna and I have a surprise coming um, that I'm going to let her share more with you in a bit on as far as um, a new show that, um, that's coming up. And I'm going to let her share on that when she's ready to. But I'm going to turn it over to you once again, Donna. Thanks, Lee. I think the biggest thing with us, is we are putting ourselves out there and people are so quick to judge you and like we're not out here for ourselves we're out here to do good for people we're out here to make a difference and a lot of people exactly. they judge everything you say everything you do they're looking for something to be wrong so that they have something over you or that they can attack you on and I think all of us on the first season were just like we were new being on video every week, and I think a lot of it had to do with we're dealing with things that's going on behind the scenes, and nobody has a clue what's going on. And 
there's people out there that's supporting us wholeheartedly, 100%. Then you have these other people out there, and they are just looking for a reason to have something negative to say about you. And it's like, I'm not here, and I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this to share. And I've had a lot of people say about their anxiety, and they have actually said to me, I had no idea that you even had anxiety. And I said, oh, my God, yes. And then they would start telling me things, like, that they did for their anxiety. And I would share little tips what I did with my anxiety. And some of the things that they told me worked for me, and some of the things I told them worked for them. So we kind of really helped each other out. But for a lot of people looking in, they are so quick to, like, judge you on who you are or what you look like or your character. I think that had a lot to do with season one. I think that had a lot to do with the fact that, you know, we we were so – like unsure exactly like how to take season one or how we were looking on air because I know all of us, we struggled with the fact that people are, you know, all eyes are on us and these people, they're coming at us and they're saying things, they're making judgments and they don't know anything about us. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They don't know that I'm sitting there and my heart is about ready to pound out my chest <laughs> or that's what it feels like because my anxiety is so high that day. Or they don't understand just like yourself, you're there and you're trying to get through the show and your head is pounding, you're squinting, you're trying to listen to what the other hosts are saying and you're trying to take it in so that you can respond and you literally get lost for words. You know, and I know a couple times I laughed and I'm like, oh, my God, it was right in the tip of my tongue, brain fart. You know, and there was people that rode into the show and they were like, yes, you know, that has happened to me before. And it's so good to see that you are real people. And I always say, well, that's why we say, you know, we keep it real because we are real people. Back to you, Lee. Exactly. Thanks, Donna. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of... Well, um, and it's getting worse over time. Um, it seems, at least to me, that, yeah, they, they will find something to judge you with. And they'll be like, well, you're advocates. You should be looking this way or that way. And what's wrong with your, your glasses? Or are you feeling okay? What's, what are you doing? You know, um, or that's, you know, they'd, have, they'd be happy to complain about, you know, I mean, whatever we were wearing or the way our glasses looked on our face or you're pushing your glasses up too many times. Um, you know, that was commented on a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it is, like you said, we keep it real. And to come back and give the recap of all of that and how we felt, it, you know, and, and it was, they don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. And this affects the way that we tried to present ourselves the best that we could, but we had all of this stuff going on. So, yes, we were real, um, and we're being real again here sharing all of this with you that, yeah, we felt really bad. Um, we were in pain, and the transient aphasia that we get with the migraines, oh, my goodness, holy Hannah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like all of a sudden there's nothing going. You know, the train stops, and it's not moving, and you're going, yeah. uh, oh, Oh my God! Um, you know, so it's like, okay, um, yeah, okay, dealing with the migraine. I was dealing with those pretty much constantly, and a lot of people out there do deal with them. You know, I had, I was living basically in migraine country. I had a few days of reprieve, maybe a week total, 
not consecutive days, but maybe a week total out of a month, I would have, you know, what, what I call vacation days. There's absolutely no pain, no um, sensitivity on the scalp where it feels like I've my scalp was impacted with shattered glass is the only way that I can personally describe the way I felt. And it's called, and I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's allodynia, A-L-L-O-D-Y-N-I-A. And it's an extreme sensitivity to stimuli that normally wouldn't be sensitive to. Um, you can get it on your skin. You know, my little chihuahua, he put his paw on my skin some days. I have fibromyalgia. And on the really, really bad days, all he's got to do is put his little paw on my my arm or leg, and I'm I'm ready to go through the roof with pain. So, but this is what it is. This is what it was. This is how we felt going through that first season. And again, you know, we were committed and we were committed. We still are committed to keeping it real. So, you know, we really felt that it was important that we share all of this with our listening audience and, you know, just let you know that you're not alone. Um, and it was difficult. Um, I'm glad that we did it because we wouldn't have realized some of the stuff we we came to see in ourselves or in our experiences, um, personally for me, it was really important. Okay, yep, I did it. I wasn't comfortable with it, but we got through and we're still here and we've got some great stuff coming um, in the form of another show. And I know I've said that twice now, but it's like, keep you on edge because some really great stuff's happening and um, we're looking forward to we're looking forward to the future and sharing more with our listeners on a deeper level and you know, the anxiety you're not alone you are absolutely not alone you know we're there with you we're here we're with you we're here for you and and we understand on a personal, deep personal level, we do understand, you know, so thank you. Um, and I'm going to turn this back over to you, Donna. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Yeah, a lot of people that have written into this show, they had said, you know, um, they had anxiety, and they loved when we would do the shows and we would talk about anxiety, and they loved when we would talk about mental health. And there were so many people, like, sharing their experiences with us, and Lee and I talked, and it was like the best thing we can do is keep it real with our audience and let them know that we, too, behind the scenes, we're struggling. Our lives are not perfect by any means. We have good days. We have bad days. I was in an accident, and it left me unable to move my arm. I had to have surgery. From that, I have chronic migraines. I have neck pains. I have problems with my back. I mean, it, it's not like we were just walking on easy street and life is just perfect for us. We, too, struggle like everybody else. I don't think that there's anybody out there that can say they don't struggle because we all have good days and we all have good experiences, but we also have bad days and bad experiences. And I think a lot of people, they try to hold it together because it's kind of like Instagram. Like you get on there and you see all these beautiful pictures and everybody's like, oh, I wish I had their life. It's perfect. And behind closed doors, their life is far from perfect. And with the anxiety, I I really wasn't going to speak out about it at all. And then after I thought about all the greats, like Robin Williams and other men and women like him that we have lost that made us laugh and made us smile 
and they tragically lost their lives because they were quietly struggling behind closed doors. I'm not going to yeah. pretend anymore that I don't have any problems. I'm not going to pretend like we get on that show and we're perfect week after week. We are not. And we tried to do the best we could at the time. And then when we talked and Lee said, I think that we should just do what we say and keep it real. There was no other thing that I wanted to do, but keep it real. And I, yeah. I felt honesty is the best policy and it's best for us to come out and say to our audience, we struggle too. We can relate and we can understand. And by doing so, they can better connect with us and we can better connect with them. And, and I think revealing that the first season was hard. And I'm not saying that walking into season two has been easy because again, I've had anxiety attacks. Um, I've had migraines. I've not felt good on different days, but it's a better format because I think it takes a lot of focus um, off of us and puts it onto our voice and what we're trying to achieve. So I think that's a plus and a win-win. Back to you, Lee. Thanks, Donna. Yeah, that is also important. Yeah, um, it, it was starting season two with um, with Blog Talk Radio on a different format that works better. Um, the focus on our voice and our mission and keeping it real. Um, it has been a lot easier on me as well. And without going into details, I've also underwent. Um, Earlier this this year, actually it was it was in the end of March. I underwent a major surgery, which I'm still healing from, and it's going to be a little while. Um, so, but I'm I'm doing well, and I'm grateful for that surgery and to be where I am today. So, yeah, I'm still struggling with some stuff. But and if if I were to be on Streamyard and be on actual video, um, that would be um, throwing me back into the uncomfortability uh, and the anxiety level of season one. Yeah. And so I'm not going to do that. But so we're just, we're committed to keeping it real. And as always, always, we will keep it real with you. You know, join us when we're on the air. Um, you can listen to us. We're on archives. Um, so you can listen to us at, you know, at your availability. And if there's a topic that you would like um us to discuss that maybe we haven't or we haven't discussed enough or an aspect of a topic, let us know. E you know, email us and or contact us on Facebook and, you know, let us know and we'll consider bringing it up on the air. And we just thank you all for joining us and we want you to have a happy and safe 4th of July. Celebrate your freedoms. I know there's a lot going on. There's a lot. Um, but celebrate every freedom that we have because it is precious and we've had men and women and canines who have died for us in service and fought for those freedoms and you know just be safe and in the summer um donna i know you wanted to mention something about um kids and animals hot cars so i'm gonna turn that over to you for a minute and then let you take us out so thank you everybody there has been a lot of deaths lately, and it has been due to hot cars. And it's not just babies and children. It's animals as well. People don't realize that even if you crack your, your window of your vehicle or you leave water for your dogs, you know, by the time that you leave that car, the heat increases like 20%. So what's 85 now in the car is now 105 in the car. And people just do not see that. And they really have to take into consideration that, you know, 
Animals, big or small, they have little bodies, and they can easily break down just like a child. So if you're out and about, please do not leave your children or your animals in the car. That is one of the biggest things, and you know that has to be one of the most hardest, cruelest deaths that an animal or a child can endure because they're literally suffocating and grabbing their breath. And to think of it, it's heartbreaking. It really is. So please, before you do so, reconsider, you know, leaving your pets and your children in the car. The part I don't get is people say, oh, I forget my child's in the car. How can you forget that your most precious, valuable item on this planet is in the, is in the back of the car? A couple years ago, we did an outreach program, and this one girl said, I forget my kids in the car. She falls asleep, and I forget. And I said, well, what don't you forget in your car? And she's like, I don't forget my purse, and I don't forget my phone. I said, well, maybe lay your phone and your purse in the back seat. Then when you get out, you can remember your child. And that stuck with me because I thought, you mean to tell me that your phone and your purse is more valuable than your child? You know, and, and I kind of got grumpy about it, but it's it's the truth. It's like you can remember your phone and your purse, but you can forget your child is back there sleeping. It, it just, that never sat I, well with me or easy with me. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. And we've got about 60 seconds, I think, um, oh. to winding down and winding off, um, ready to sign off. But please, you know, kids, animals, hot cars, no. Flat out no. And if and I, I would forget my backpack or, or whatever else. I would forget my backpack or the cane that I occasionally use as my balance buddy before I ever forget that I have a child or an animal in the car. That's, that's I just can't not wrap my head around it. So thank you, everybody. Stay safe um, and be aware and have a safe and happy 4th of July. Thank you all for joining us. Thanks, everyone.